0: troy malcolm and adrian bow on the adrian bow and troy malcolm podcast episode 165 all about the weekly routine troy
1: hey mate i made the uh, i made the headline that's actually the uh, absolutely adrian, adrian bow podcast featuring troy malcolm but i made the headline i like that uh, yeah. yeah weekly routine hey adrian this is something that's been coming up Uh, a lot over the past couple of weeks. I don't know whether it's because we've seen an increased number of market appraisals occur throughout the major metropolitan areas or whether it's just that people are thinking they want to ramp up uh, for the final run until the end of the year and spring is upon us, being the the first week of spring. But it's something that you and I get to to work with a lot of individual agents as well as teams. But I think today we're going to mainly focus on individuals, right, to make sure they do the key areas or the key tasks um, to get the outcomes they need on a weekly basis to help them build a better business.
0: There's no doubt, Troy, that there's a big focus, obviously, on team structure and team process, but we do need to acknowledge that you know the majority of the industry are standalone agents who are looking to either evolve into a team or even just, just be a lifestyle agent and uh, have a very profitable business unit and either don't have the appetite, desire, to run a team and that's absolutely fine and there's you know we, we all work with very successful standalone agents as well Troy but this will relate to, to teams as well so when we talk about um, you know weekly structure or what, what the ideal week looks like even though that can be a little bit cliche when we talk about ideal week you know it, it's impossible not to bring up uh, structure and process you know and I still remember, Troy, being a standalone agent with no team and, you know, I had to be highly disciplined between 7am and 9am to be focused on admin, prospecting, non-dollar productive activities. Even if something landed on my desk at 3 o'clock in the afternoon the day before, I would actually just put it aside, either digitally or manually in some sort of, um, you know, inbox and, and make sure that I focused on it at 7am because I knew at 3pm that was either a prospecting time or a face-to-face vendor meeting or a listing or a market appraisal. So I, I do believe that there's a lot of agents who are standalones that feel as if they need to put a support person on when they haven't really mastered self-discipline yet and very hard to teach discipline or process to someone else unless you have mastered it yourself so i think controlling your diary and not allowing your diary to control you is absolutely critical
1: yeah adrian um do you think that's the right formula do you think that out of all of the ways that you've seen it and balanced it, that's the right way to set it up having that focus in the morning to do a lot of the prospecting activities to make sure your administration is in order and to almost have a meeting with yourself. I think we discussed it a few weeks ago to have that meeting with yourself um, and setting up the day for for success to then allow you to have those uh, face-to-face meetings with buyers, second-round buyers, vendors, market appraisals, past clients in the afternoon to ensure that you're, you're really touching the right amount of people throughout the week to keep your business in momentum.
0: I do feel for the majority of people, Troy, that seems to be the default format, uh, just given that there's that AM energy we talk about, uh, which is outgoing prospecting and building your business, if you like, and then that PM energy, which is more face-to-face and managing your business, if you like. However, in saying that, um, you and I both work with, with agents and teams who uh, are very good at doing afternoon prospecting, including door knocking actually, and that would be a better time of day to do it. And uh, sometimes they're very good at doing morning appraisal. So I I think it can vary. I don't think there's a perfect formula. Um, You know, I, I do know a lot of agents who are just not morning people and prefer to start a little bit later in the day and finish later in the day. And I know very successful agents that start earlier in the day and, and finish a little bit earlier. So, you know, there's no perfect formula, but certainly the majority of agents that we've seen achieve any degree of efficiency, success or notoriety is definitely that AM energy prospecting, PM energy face-to-face, whether it's vendors, prospecting uh, in terms of,
1: of, of market appraisals
0: or those actual proper listing appointments.
1: Yeah, I I agree. And I think for everyone that's listening to us and has been in face-to-face sessions or heard the podcast series before, um, a lot of the principles that we speak about, they're meant to be used as guides. Um, You know, we say have a structure, have a process, but you need to have flexibility in that as well. Why? Because you have to play a game that you can win and occasionally things will come up that need to take a priority and that's okay that's okay, but the majority of people that we do see before we start working with them, Adrian, is um, they don't seem to have a real plan in place or a structure that they're quite happy with or they think that they can win a game or win a match or win a process or win a listing. Um, And they want to make sure that they're doing the right things at the right time. And the vast majority, as you said, it seems to be... The most obvious way of doing business and creating momentum is by following that structure of that AM and PM guide, um, Adrian. Some of the other key areas that yeah. I always with agents is um, Saturday afternoon callbacks after open for inspections. That's a that's a real non negotiable now. I just think buyers are a lot more available with their time and flexibility. That also gives you the ability to give feedback to your owners on the day of inspection. Um, secondly, to that, I always think there's a benefit in doing your second round callbacks on a Monday morning or Monday during the day. So you do have a really thorough understanding about how the campaign's going, whether it's on track or off track or setting up the appointments for the remainder of the week being second round. Um, Adrian, some of the other things that I always like to, to implement into teams, st- to individual structures or team structures is making sure that whatever day they do decide to do open for inspections, they have them back to back and they try to fit private appointments around that structure as well, um, with obviously the second day after that open for inspection being uh, majority of callbacks. Um I particularly like Wednesday. I don't know why. I just think it's kind of midpoint during the day. It also gives you the flexibility if you do have an auction campaign to provide that valid feedback to the owner on a Thursday when you are really setting up the auction day success strategy and setting the reserve meeting um, on that Thursday. Adrian, what are the other things that you've seen that work really well throughout the week um, that seem to allow people to create a lot of efficiency in their business?
0: What I've noticed lately in a lot of coaching sessions, Troy, is a lot of clients being agents or even associate agents um, that are at least doing some type of dollar productive activity, Um, a common theme or almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy uh, which I'm hearing is, oh, Adrian, I just don't feel structured or organised and I'm like, tell me more. And they're like, oh, you know, I'm running to a listing appointment then I'm submitting an offer and then I'm doing a market appraisal and I'm, I'm saying, well, that sounds very productive. All these all these activities are obviously critical to, to your business um, and I, I, my, my response often is I genuinely feel that, the sentiment of being unstructured comes from a place of not having anchoring type activities on a daily basis and when you and I talk about anchoring activities, it could be a daily direction meeting with yourself if you don't have a team. It could be with a peer partner. It could be with your team if you do have a team. And that, that provides, you know, either a, a lack of over or under communicating. Another anchoring activity would be calling five past clients a day without fail. Another anchoring activity would be calling, you know, your pipeline uh, database, And they may not be hot hot sellers, but certainly adding value by advising them of just listed, just sold. And another one might be calling your top 10 buyer list as well. So I guarantee that if they had those three or four anchoring activities in place on a daily basis, then did the so-called less structured activities, despite being dollar productive activities, including those submitting offers you know talking to vendors doing negotiation doing an open house then that would seem less frantic because the bigger rocks have at least played a role in that 24-hour cycle Troy
1: yeah Adrian the the one question that I get asked a lot in in regards to this is you know how how if you are kind of a creature of habit do you break that habit and cycle and the best way that i've seen this work is by taking a printout of your outlook calendar or having a blank template of an ideal week and by measuring over a month cycle where you spend the majority of your time over that period and then reviewing it and starting to put in structure something that actually works to the benefit of your business um like you said you've got to play a game you win and if you are that type of person that's a late starter but you like to work late and that seems to work with your market then you need to put that in a calendar structure that allows you that flexibility and i believe that you know over a month cycle you normally start to see a bit of a trend with open for inspections and callbacks and vendor meetings and buyer meetings and second rounds and team meetings in the office and sales meetings and a weekly whip and all those types of things and i think um A key takeaway that I want everyone to understand is that even if you are a creature of habit and you've been doing things a certain way for a long period of time and you do feel like you have plateaued or you're in a bit of a rut, there is a way out of it. And it only takes probably 30 days for you to build momentum and change and shift that cycle quite quickly.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree, Troy. So that's something you need to catch yourself out on though, isn't it, When, when you do feel out of momentum because a bad day can turn into a bad week and a bad month and a bad quarter and it's a matter of understanding the relationship between the body and the mind and allowing a conversation to take place between those two entities and if you do need to you know take a rest or if you're prospecting in the office and the energy is just not there and you need to just go for a walk get some fresh air for a moment I think that's critical I was doing a coaching session yesterday you know and they asked me what's the difference between quality and quantity when it comes to prospecting and my response was two things energy and having an objective about each phone call, you know, so if you know exactly what your objective of that phone call is, and your energy is on on a on a level that is attractive uh, over the phone because even though it's not tangible, you, it can still be highly sensed, then I feel that that is quality over quantity because imagine sitting there like the old school uh, Um, prospecting type activities which we were taught many years ago where you just put a dash down every time you know you you did you did a call and then crossed it out I, i know that that still might work for people troy and i'm not suggesting that activity in isolation where you put a dash for each call, is a bad thing but as long as that dash doesn't represent just ticking a box and just getting through an activity it's a matter of you know, taking a pulse on your energy and what's the objective of each call. So when I do role plays now, I actually ask them, before you do the role play, can you just let me know what are the three to five objectives of this call and can you check your energy and then make that call? Because, you know, being out of
1: momentum uh, can happen in many, many ways. There you go, listeners. I reckon, Adrian, there's a handful of really valuable takeaways there. For anyone that wants to know more about uh, structure and how to get themselves back on track, especially leading into traditionally what is the busiest time in the selling season, been spring upon us um, and there's been some great volume and clearance rates, Adrian. So there has been a couple of suburb records as well in Sydney that have been broken consecutive weeks Being um, the start of spring. If anyone wants to get a sense of what they need to do, how they need to do it, the best thing is to do is to reach out to Adrian's Instagram or go directly to his website adrianbow.com.au Is it .com.au, Bowie? .com, Adrian you're
0: international.
1: You're international, That's it. you're just a .com uh, That's and we can give you Some more information but Adrian that's episode number 165 on the Adrian Bo podcast featuring Troy Malcolm thank you so much listeners we really do enjoy you coming on and uh giving us your feedback and questions make sure you rate us five stars on uh anywhere you get your podcasts uh and updates but AB until next week
0: absolutely thanks Troy thanks listeners see you team see you team